On this episode of the Voices of Elon Athletics podcast, presented by our friends at State Farm, we get a chance to spend a few moments with a member of the Elon baseball family who was a part of the NAIA World Series run in the late 1980s and has gone on to great success in Fort Worth as the head coach of the TCU Horned Frogs, and that is Jim Slosnagel. Coach, first and foremost, thanks for spending a few moments on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to hear uh, from you and everybody back home. Coach, having grown up in Maryland when Elon first reached out to you about playing baseball in college, what stood out to you about the opportunity at a place that looks very different than the Elonda of today? Yeah, I can't say that I was approached by anyone because I walked on the baseball team. Um, But my high school football coach, who was a very, very uh, big part of my life, he's a huge impact in my life personally as a young person and teenager. And then uh, uh, ultimately as when I decided to become a coach, um, his name is Carol Reed and he's the, he's in the hall of fame at Elon um, in football. I believe he played baseball too, but I know he's in the hall of fame for football and he just always talks so highly of Elon. And uh, when I started looking around at schools, um, Elon was one of them. And I went on the campus one day and, uh, but it was an NAI school back in those days, and the rules in the NAI are pretty lax. And uh, <laughs> Coach uh, Rick Jones just uh, allowed me to go in the bullpen and throw a bullpen and take some ground balls at shortstop. And uh, we both knew that the, my career as an infielder wasn't going to last beyond uh, a small high school in Western Maryland. Um, but he did give me a chance to walk on the baseball team, and uh, that's how it all began. Lewiston, Idaho was the site of the NAIA College World Series. The Phoenix made two trips in a three-year stretch in 87 and 89. Coach, what do you remember most about Lewiston, Idaho? Because that does not seem like a travel destination for most. Yeah. Well, uh, I wasn't – was, the, the 89 team um, was – that was my freshman year. So I graduated high school in 1988 uh, and then walked on the team. And I was a redshirt that year. So – I was a part of the team uh, all the way through the playoffs. I, I remember playing, I forget how they structured it, but basically the, the regional uh, type atmosphere. We played it at the, at the uh, Burlington Indian Stadium there in town. And, um, you know, I was running a video camera and keeping charts and all that kind of stuff. And then, uh, you know, the team went on to Lewiston. But uh, Lewiston is, it, it, you know, it's, it's the Omaha of, of the NAIA and, um, you know, having been in the College World Series uh, in Division One baseball now uh, six times, uh, I'm sure it was amazing because Omaha certainly is the early gates of, of Division One baseball. Visiting with TCU head baseball coach Jim Slosnagel on the Voices of Elon Athletics podcast presented by State Farm Insurance. Coach, you were a part of the Elon staff for three years with Coach Harden and then went on to work for two names that are very well known throughout the landscape of college baseball and Jack Leggett at Clemson and Rick Jones at Tulane. What do you remember most about working for both of them? Yeah, well, um, Coach Jones, you know, offered me you know, we both knew that I wasn't going to be playing big league baseball, and I was a journalism major, actually kind of trying to do what you're doing right now. And uh, he called me in one day and said, I think you'd make a good coach. You need to think about changing your major into education and, and becoming a coach. And so I thought a lot of him, and I decided to do that. And a couple weeks later, he announced, he announced in the fall of uh, 89, he announced that he was leaving to go to Georgia Tech 
And then we brought in uh, Coach Harden, who had had a lot of success in in the local area at, as a high school coach in Graham, I believe, and then was a real successful American Legion coach uh, as well. And then uh, so Coach Harden was awesome. Uh, we had no full paid assistance, so he let me – my senior year, I coached third base and coached the pitchers. <laughs> so uh, I got a lot of experience that way. And then I had been working camps in the summer, um, trying to get my name out there and meet people. And one camp that I always worked every summer was the Clemson baseball camp. And I actually didn't work with coach uh, for Coach Leggett. I worked with Coach Leggett. Uh, Bill Wilhelm was the head coach. And that's who hired me right out of Elon. And... Um, I worked at Clemson for one year, and uh, Bill Wilhelm, legendary Hall of Fame coach, was was the head coach. Jack Leggett was the assistant. Randy Mazie, who eventually joined my staff at TCU, um, was the other coach, and then myself. And that was an awesome year. I uh, still hold uh, Clemson, South Carolina, very, very dear to my heart just because of the experience and the opportunity that I got there. And then Coach Jones was named the head coach at Tulane. And... Uh, allowed me to kind of move up the ladder in terms of um, going from a volunteer coach to then what they called a restricted earnings coach. So I was a full-time assistant, but the NCAA restricted how much money you could make. Right. Um, but, I, you know, it was a full-time job at, I think, the age of 20. I was 22, hadn't quite turned 23 yet, and packed up my car uh, at uh, in Clemson and drove to New Orleans and spent eight awesome years uh, with Rick Jones, who, you know, no question, the, you know, I wouldn't be in this profession uh, at all if it wasn't for Rick Jones, and uh, I wouldn't nearly have had any any success that I've been a part of can be directly attributed uh, to Coach Jones. What do you remember the most about being a student assistant your senior year? Because I would think coaching third base and coaching third base with guys that you were going to class with, that's a that's a unique opportunity. It really was, and you know, I didn't know any difference. So it's uh, if you don't, you know, I just tried to. Uh, uh, I mean, those guys are still my buddies, uh, seniors on the team. Uh, a guy named Mike Laney, uh, one of my best friends, in my wedding, and um, you know, we we. Uh, I mean, I certainly didn't have any voice on discipline or any of that kind of stuff. I was just there to help throw batting practice. Yeah. Um, you know. Just do th- just learn learn to be a coach, and Coach Harden was great with that. He's one of the greatest men I've ever known. Just such an awesome family man and Christian, and and uh, just an overall phenomenal human being. And uh, you know, I owe Coach Jones a lot, but I also owe Coach Harden a lot as well. And it was a great experience. It kept me around the game, um, and uh, you know, it was an eventual step to Clemson. Your first head coaching job would come in Las Vegas with the UNLV running Rebels. Coach, what was it like to live in a place like Vegas, known more for the tourism and vacation, and lead your first program? Well, you know, I mean, I've lived in two destination cities, uh, New Orleans and Vegas. And uh, just like I, you know, when tell people, when you live in Orlando, you don't go to Disney all the time. So um, there is life outside of the touristy stuff. Um, when you live in New Orleans, you don't go, you know, you go to Burma Street when you have friends come in town. And when you're in Vegas, you go to the Strip when you have friends come in town. And friends definitely come out of the woodwork when you live in those cities. But um, when, when, when I was in Vegas, I mean, I, was, I took the job right after we got back from the College World Series at Tulane in 2001. Yeah. So I hadn't turned, I was, 31, I, hadn't, I was 30 years old when I accepted that job. 
and had a wife and two very young children, two two under the age of two. And uh, so I don't, it was a whirlwind, to be honest with you. I was just working like crazy to get that program going and, uh, or get it back to where it used to be. Um, and, and, and two young children, you know, my wife or ex-wife now, but uh, you know, she, she was awesome. She deserves every ounce of credit for what went on there because I was working like a fool. Uh, but you know, when you're in Vegas and you have a free night, you know, the, it's the entertainment capital of the world, <laughs> man. And there's a lot of cool things to do. And, um, but I've, I've still have yet to put a nickel in a slot machine. So gambling, you know, when you put your livelihood in the hands of 18 to 22 year old boys or young men, that's enough of a gamble for me. So <laughs> I'm not, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a big gambler, so that didn't affect me much. Time out for a quick word from our friends at CPI Security. Protection you can count on, the conveniences you'll love. Be sure to visit them online at mycpi.com to learn more. Coach, you've had great success in Fort Worth, leading the Frogs to five trips to the College World Series, including four straight from two. <clears throat> well, it's just, uh, it gives me tingles thinking about it. It's just, uh, I tell people, if you like college football and you love going to a bowl game, then go to the College World Series because it's a bowl game on steroids for two weeks. And because it's just, there's games every day, and it's just the, what the, the, it's the signature event of a great city in Omaha and how they embrace it. Uh, it's really a neutral crowd. It's actually not that tough of a place to play in terms of atmosphere because there are 25,000 roughly seats, and each school gets about 700 tickets. And some schools will travel better than others, but for the most part, it's people from Omaha or, or Nebraska or the Midwest that go every year, and they're just cheering good baseball. And so, um, you know, if, if you grew up in an older time and remember like Andy Griffith and Mayberry, I mean, it's just <laughs> that's what it reminds me of. It's just good, wholesome entertainment, a lot of great tailgating. A lot of outstanding baseball um, in the town. I mean, new ballpark has completely changed the city. You can walk to everything. You can go watch a ball game. You can walk to dinner, um, or you know, go get some ice cream. Just it, it's it's awesome. And I would tell anybody that uh, it's something you want to do, especially a father and son. But just it's something you want to see at, at some point in your lifetime. During your time with TCU, the Frogs have found their home in several conferences, from Conference USA to the Mountain West, and of course the Big 12 since 2012. Coach, how impressed are you with how the program has handled that challenge that has produced 17 conference titles, including nine regular season crowns? Yeah, it's been awesome. It's really been a neat experience. Um, what's really awesome is I had my eye on this job when I was at Tulane because I really enjoyed Obviously, Elon being a private school setting, I enjoyed the private school setting at Tulane. And as we were having success there, um, you know, as you know, when you're an assistant, you're trying to figure out, hey, what what head coaching job would would be best fit. And TCU was a place that I always had my eye on. Uh, my wife at the time was from Dallas. I knew I was never going to coach back in uh, Maryland because I just I can't stand cold weather. I would love to coach in the you know, I love to coach Karen in the Carolinas, um, but TCU represented a place where my children could grow up around family. My wife would have a support system, and um, it was uh, it was just a Fort Worth, an amazing town. And I just felt like everything was in place for TCU to succeed at the highest level, except for the baseball. And that was the one thing that 
as long as the administration was committed with us, which they always have been, um, that we could win, that, that we could build a really good program. And uh, we have our challenges, just like everywhere else. It's a really expensive place, which is really hard in college baseball. Next year, TCU is going to cost probably around 70 or a little over $70,000, and that's tough with 11.7 scholarships. But it's overcome by so many other great things. And so our football program and Coach Patterson has been at the forefront of the changes here. Um, but it's, it really has – there are very few places in the country our size – we roughly have 9,000 students that are competing at the absolute highest level of Division One baseball with play, you know, big, massive universities like Texas and Texas Tech and Texas A&M and Oklahoma and Oklahoma State and those places. So we're real proud of it. Um, we just got to keep it up. Not only the success you've had in the college game, but, Coach, in 2013 you had the opportunity to represent the United States and manage the USA Baseball Collegiate Team. Coach, I'm assuming that any opportunity to represent your country is special. It really is amazing. I had a chance to be an assistant coach in 2006, and we won a gold medal in Cuba. Tim Corbin, who's now the coach at Vanderbilt, was the head coach of the team. And then I had the chance to take the team in 2013. And, and to be honest with you, one of the things I was most excited about, although I hated being away from my family, is just the fact that USA Baseball was located you know, over there in Cary. Yep. And, uh so it was an opportunity to be back in the Carolinas. We played a lot of exhibition games uh, throughout the Carolinas and Virginia and South Carolina. And so, uh, you know, I had a chance to some, see some Elon friends, Kyle Wills, uh, Marty Baker. You know, those guys are still around. And, and, you know, they were mentors of mine and very, very dear friends. And um, Dr. Alan White and Dr. Janie Brown, who was my advisor in the physical education department at Elon, it was just an awesome time to not just wear the USA Baseball jersey, but be around Elon and take my son over there and show him around. So, um, you know, very fond memories. And, you know, Maryland, Western Maryland still, you know, I guess if you held a gun to my head, that's home. But right next to it is, uh, you know, being right there in Alamance County and, and at Elon, that's home to me. You mentioned Kyle Wills and Marty Baker, two longtime fixtures in Elon Athletics. Everybody, it seems, has got one or two Kyle Wills or Marty Baker stories. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I was a student, so I didn't get to necessarily work with them uh, nearly as much. But, uh, you know, I used to, I mean, I used to play around with and babysit, uh, you know, Kyle's daughter. And now she's grown with her family of her own. And, you know, that's the beauty of Facebook is you get to kind of stay in touch with people like that. But um, they were just, they treated me so well. And... And uh, we had a good, respectful relationship, and and Kyle, uh, especially, is a guy that you know uh, we talk to each other probably once or twice a year. Uh, try to help out Elon any way I can with uh, memorabilia stuff for their auction, and sometimes NCAA things will come up, um, and you know we'll talk about that. Uh, but then you know, of course, the other name that I got to mention is Mike Kennedy, your awesome baseball coach. Oh yeah, uh, Mike was a, a teammate of mine. Uh, he was a year ahead of me in school, and, and we've stayed really, really close. And uh, it, I, it's, it's, it's a shock uh, that, uh, that Mike's been there for that long. He's that good, and it's a credit to Elon that they've been able to keep him there. Let's wrap things up on the podcast. Both of your kids are in school at TCU these days. Was there ever a thought about finding their way back to Elon and following Dad at the alma mater? Oh, I tried. <laughs> I tried like crazy. Um <laughs> But they didn't want to go that far from home, and uh, you know they they enjoy the 
they they grew up on this campus. I, I literally live about 300 yards from where I'm sitting on campus, and and so it really wasn't uh, any place else they were going to look or were serious about. But I will tell you, uh, TCU and Elon are very very similar. Um, you know, we have a gorgeous campus. It doesn't have the red brick that Elon has, but has the same value system. Matter of fact, there's a lady. Uh, Pam James that works in the uh, in our financial services department on campus who's from Burlington yeah. and uh, we know a lot of the same people uh, back at Elon and so this feels like a little bit bigger version of Elon and so I tell them that uh, you know they're getting the experience maybe just with a few more people. I would think it is awfully neat though to have them so close to home and going to school. It is it, you know it really is and and uh, you know I give them their space um, but it's it's nice knowing that their dorm or fraternity sorority house is just you know a third of a mile away and and we can have lunch you know I tell people when your kids go to school close to you you're only ever going to see them when they want to see you and that and sometimes that's once a week and sometimes that's once a month so uh, but they're having a great experience and just with all this virus stuff going on they're ready to get back on campus and get out of my house so uh, I'm looking forward to that day as well. Coach, thanks so much for spending time on the podcast. Yep, thanks for having me. As always, our thanks to Elon alum and TCU head baseball coach Jim Sloshnagel for joining the Voices of Elon Athletics podcast. Quick reminder that in this unique time, Wilson Tire Pros wants you to know they are deemed essential and open in here for all of your automotive needs. They are committed to continuing to offer honest and exceptional service and affordable prices for all customers while maintaining a safe environment for customers and employees. Give them a call, 584-9638, or visit them online at Wilson Tire and Automotive. And the Best Western Plus and Grill 584, proud to support Elon Athletics and our community during this unique time. Remember, the best steakhouse for miles still open on a daily basis for all of your takeout needs. And if you can't find what you're looking for at the grocery store, then how about taking Grill 584 home with you, cooked or take it home up and fix it yourself. Contact Grill 584 at 584-0479 to learn more about how you can take the best steaks and other items home with you. The Best Western Plus and Grill 584, proud partners of Elon Athletics and all of Alamance County. For Jim Schlossnagel, I'm Taylor Durham. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Voices of Elon Athletics podcast presented by State Farm.